Okay, people, it is time for part two of this week's Echo Chamber. And in this one, right, it's the first of our interviews, right? So, um, yeah, we looked at the film and then we uh, have uh, three cats joined us today, man. So, uh, yeah, it's... It's really good. A nice little independent brought to us by the great, spectacular AJ Furman, right? So, people, let's get this party started, shall we? Okay, people, so, as promised, we're going to start off with the film, and it's a new indie called... Called... Rift. Okay, people. So, AJ hit me up with a new indie flick called Rift. So, obviously, people, I had to uh, check it out. Right? So, it is from um, director Jason Wynn. Right, and uh, yeah, it's um, you know, like Jason's worked on a lot of shorts, music videos, you know, what I mean, he's done, he's done TV and um, documentaries, so you know, he's had his time in the game for sure. It's written by Tammy Rene and Kendrick Fox, right? So this is actually, um, yeah, it's Fox's first writing gig. Um, and uh, it's the second, right? It's the second one for Rene. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's interesting, man. Like, yo, these people just coming out, putting out a, a feature film, like, you know, pretty much straight out the gate, right? It's produced by Fox, who definitely has more producing credits um, than writing, right? So he produces it again with Rene. Um, yeah, who, you know, she, this is her first produ producing uh, credit. Um, Kevin G. Lee also produces. The film is executive produced by Ty Donaldson, Matthew Helderman, Nikki Steer Justice, Tony Snowenboos, and Luke Taylor. Um, Lee also handles the music. Um, James Suttles, he, um, yeah, he takes care of the cinematography. Walker Witted edits the film. Uh, production design is Caleb Vardaman. Um, Makeup is Tori Henderson and Lene Anderson. Uh, Nathan Burton is production management. 
Art and all of that. Maddie Booth and Jay Wilbur Smith. Okay, so our cast. Well, we have got uh, senior agent Jason Coles is played by Darren Kane. Um, Savannah Coles, his wife, Dr. Savannah Coles, is played by Brooke Montav Montalevo. Um, his boss, uh, doo -doo -doo, supervisory agent Green, is played by Lisa Wu. His partner, special agent Tyrell Smith, is played by David Lee Garva. Um, we then have got Magnus uh, Valtteri is played by Kurt Bonham. Um, yeah, some of his gang, right? There's Nightmare, well, Nightmare works with him. He's played by Richard Brown. Um, we've got Sean Jovinjo is also uh, one of um, Magnus's peoples, right? We've got Nicol Nikolai, played by Josh Hooks. Um, there is our news anchor, Mary Jacobs, played by Stephanie Caspia and Jennifer Mickle, another TV anchor, played by Jennifer Shoemaker. Um, and then the waitress at the restaurant is played by Gillian Woods. So, um, and the other waitress is Carmen Plum. All right. Um, I think the bomb guy, Agent Smith, is Ty Julius Williams. So the gist of the flick, people, is senior agent Jason Coles is an accomplished and driven FBI agent assigned to the elite white collar crimes division. A dedicated family man at heart, Jason is torn between moving up the ranks of the department and starting a new family with his beautiful wife, Savannah. Their busy schedules don't allow for much quality time. So Jason plans a special midday getaway for their anniversary, only to be accosted by a stranger with an interesting proposition. I mean, <laughs> I'm not trying to word it like that, but um, as he patiently awaits the arrival of his wife, the nefarious plans of the unsuspecting stranger begin to emerge. With time running out and under the watchful eye of millions of online onlookers, when faced with the ultimate decision, will he do the right thing, even if it costs him everything? Ooh, that's the big question, right? That's the big question. What do you do when everything is on the line? Man, it's uh, not necessarily an easy thing to, uh, you know what I mean, work out, right? Ooh. Now, this film is, it's not a long one. 
right? It is um, I mean, just over an hour, right? Just, just over an hour, like an hour and seven minutes, something like that. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty like boom, boom, boom. You know what I mean? To the point, which is always, you know what I mean? Hey, it's not a bad thing, right? And we start off with this rate, right? Where a, a lot of stuff goes down. You know what I mean? And the, it's the fallout of this raid which really fuels this story. Now, I think Jason Coles maybe not the most likable of characters, right? I mean, I you, you get the impression Homie doesn't really listen too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a few things that go down. You're like, yo, son, listen. Listen to what's being said. You know what I mean? It's a little rash. A little rash. But, yeah, it's all about being in this predicament, right? Who do you choose to save? Who do you choose to save, right? Where, where, where do you put the law, right? Which, always an interesting dilemma. Now, it's not a new concept. We've seen it in countless films. It's always a little intrigue, you know, to see where, you know, the writers decided to take it, what the emphasis is. You know, what are the, the morals of our characters? What, you know, how far are they willing to go, right? That's the big thing here. Now, a lot, you know, they definitely fit a lot into this short amount of time. Um, and yeah, as I said, look, the story is moving, moving pretty quickly, right? It's, um, I think, there are some things that go down which you do kind of wonder about, right? And I say wonder because, you know, they're FBI agents, but there's, there seems to be a few rookie, uh, rookie mistakes going down, right? Rookie mistakes going down, you know, which I guess you can put down to this being such a tense situation. But you also get the feelings that maybe lessons aren't learned, <laughs> right? With, um, you know, what what goes down throughout the film. You're just like, yo, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what, what, what are you doing, man? Didn't you understand? It, it was interesting at the start because it's like there's undercover agents Right, and you kind of think, I don't think you want to put someone like that on blast, right? I don't think you want to put that person on blast. They don't need to be, you know, I mean, a major part of the news, <laughs> which is, you know, you know, where this might have all gone a little bit wrong for old Coles and crew. But yeah, it's um. It is a fast-paced story. It kind of feels like, right, this is for the 24 crowd, right? And, you know, I'm not talking about the number, people. I'm talking about the, the Kiefer Sutherland TV series, you know, 24, right? Because it, it's kind of got that kind of feel to it, 
You know what I mean? With the fact that all of this is going down in this short time frame and having to try and work it out. Now, we've thrown in the um, concept of social media and live streaming, which I think, I feel that might be a part of um, Saw, right? Those Saw films. I think, is that live streamed? Or is it like the escape room ones? I know there's there's one of them things that, which do that. And it was that really good shutter flick. Uh, I think from 2020, right? I think it was 2020, the cleansing hour, which um, utilized that very well. So, you know, they definitely tried to spice up this kind of genre, this kind of story with these different sorts of elements, which it does work. It does work. There are questions, right? Like, Who has he sent it out to, right? How has he sent it out, right? Can't the FBI get the, you know what I mean, that shut down? Like, there are some questions that are there, you know? Or, like, is there not a protocol for, um, you know, bomb squads and all of that kind of thing? And is it wise to shout at a bomb person? <laughs> There is that. There is that. But yeah, it is tense, right? You are kind of like, how, how is this all going to get sorted? How is it all going to get sorted? It, it, that's very intriguing here with the story. Like, it's the way they decided to end this film, you know? And it's like, is there a fault of a, you know, follow-up, right? Is, is this going to be a kind of um, Alex Cross? That's a, for a minute, my mind has gone a little blank. Like, is it going to be like an Alex Cross sort of thing, right? A Jack Reacher, you know what I mean? Like Harry Bosch or one of them. Is it like that? Because I think, there, there feels there could be that potential, right? You know what I mean? Every, everything is in place to possibly, you know what I mean, do more films, a TV show, something like that. You know what I mean? Maybe comics or, or something, right? Graphic novels, like, this, this story could continue in you know, some guys, who knows, right? That That's the thing. It's just like, hmm, yeah, I wonder why they decided to end it like that. Why they decided certain choices to go, right? Because you kind of feel it could have been played slightly differently. So, you know, it's, yeah, you, you are left thinking, wondering, also wondering, like, son, <laughs> take better care of your shit. You know what I mean? Is that, I mean, that's the big thing at the end. So like, uh, take care of your shit, man. Right? Um, there, you know, throughout the film, we do get like a musical bed underpinning everything, which 
I can understand, right? They, they, they want to build this tension and all of that. I don't know if it needed it. Don't know if I need, it needed it. I feel it was a little bit of a distraction. You know, I think the story is enough to carry, you know what I mean, that tension. To have people be, you know what I mean, like, what is happening? You know what I mean? Like you don't necessarily need this. You know what I mean? But that might just be me. And you know how I feel about, you know what I mean? Music underpinning emotions and all of that jazz, people. But, 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 you know what I mean? The film is now out, right? So if you are um you know if you're down if you're interested if you want to know how does chasing coals deal with this moral dilemma deal with this crazy situation he has found himself in you can check out any any of your favorite vod's right and uh Go get yourself some rift action. <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, if you like, you know, like, as I said, like 24, if you like that detective story, you know, a Jack Reacher, Alex Cross, you know, was something like that. You know, the race against time, the, you know, these, these impossible situations then Rift could be the story for you. Now, people, we go to the conversation. We have got the writer, producer, and the star. All three cats come and yeah, bring a load of interesting information, knowledge, and all that jazz. So, people, let's get into uh, a great chat with Darian Kane, Kendrick Fox, and Kevin G. Lee. Okay, people, so I am joined today. I have, I've got free guests, which is always, you know what I mean, real cool. So we have got Kendrick Fox, Kevin G. Lee, and Darren Kane. Um, yeah, the the writers, producers, and star of Rift, the yes, yes. new kind of pretty intense, right? Pretty intense. Like uh, like detective crime story. So, gentlemen, thank you very much for stopping by. Really appreciate that. How's thank your you day been going? So far, so good. I'm on uh, I'm on the West Coast. I'm out here awesome. in LA. So, I'm, these guys have probably been up and at it a, a bit longer than I have. But uh, <laughs> I'm doing well. How about you all? How are you, how are you guys doing? Yes, yeah, all good here. It's um. It's the evening in London, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, it's dark outside, it's rainy, it's cold. But, you know what I mean? A good conversation is always something that warms the soul. So, yeah, I'm all good. I'm all good. 
<laughs> so um rift like here i'm story. here in atlanta let it know ah cool 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 nice how about you kevin kendra um kevin yeah uh, I'm in Phoenix right now, actually, okay. for, the, for the holidays. But uh, yep, uh, it's significantly warmer than it is there in, in London. So I uh, was <laughs> just out for a walk and, uh, you know, sunny and 68 degrees. So no complaints for me. Nice, 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 nice. So, um, yeah, you've just your film Rift that dropped um, on Friday. So how are you feeling? Right. Because I know with these sort of things, there's a lot of stress Right, it's a lot of stress. You've worked on this thing, and it, and it's like it's it's hard to sometimes enjoy it until it's finally out. So now it is out. What? How's you know the reaction been for you? The the reaction has been great. Uh, you know, I've heard from a lot of people, and uh, I'm sure Kendrick and Darren will probably say the same thing. Uh, you know, what we were able to put out under the circumstances and everything, it was it was fantastic. And we'll go into kind of the uh, the history, the, you know, behind the scenes uh, of it. But uh, so far it's been really good. And it was, it was great being able to just, uh, you know, sit back and be an audience member for once and actually uh, watch the film without having to critique it or tell people to fix anything. So uh, it was, it was really great to be a part of it. Yeah. I'll just piggyback a little bit off what Kevin said. Um, you know, they can speak to you more in detail from, you know, pre-production all the way, through production, through post-production to where it is now. Um, they've been uh, with it uh, every facet of the way. But but just for me, uh, you know, knowing how intense it was when we shot it, when we shot it, where we shot it, during the time we shot it, and, and to see uh, the final product of it now uh, is amazing, you know, and uh, that that's what we kind of, that's what we kind of all do this for, you know, to, 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 for the final product, just to see what it is now and, and, and what it's been through uh, is, is an amazing feat within itself. Mm. Yeah, no, I can I can definitely imagine. Like, um, with this story, it, it felt yeah, yeah, like... It, oh, sorry, what was that? Uh... Okay, so oh, I was. <clears throat> oh no, let's go, go. To a, you know, excited finally get to appreciate an experience. So that's been great. Awesome. No, that's that's really good, man. Um, the story had kind of it, it felt kind of it reminded me of twenty four. Right, because you've got this intense situation and they're tr going against the clock trying to solve that problem. Like, what was like the, some of the influences for the story? Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and jump in here. So, uh, uh, I'll, I'll tell you some some of the background of it. Uh, you know, going into it, uh, we were. We were set to do a kind of a much bigger film earlier the year. This was in 2020 when we did it. And uh, so uh, right as we were getting everything going, the pandemic hit and that put everything on the skids. We couldn't do, couldn't do anything. So we didn't want the, uh, the whole year to go by without doing something. So it was in September of that year that, that Kendrick actually hit me up and he said, Hey, you know, 
we got this idea, I, you know, or you know, he had this idea. I want to do something like this. So he want he wanted something that was uh, you know action thriller, something that we could sink our teeth into because uh, uh, we know certain genres do well uh, and certain genres don't do as well. So we had kind of a, a couple that we wanted to choose from, and Kendrick was able to come up with this story that he that he pitched me on. He said, "Hey, what do you think?" And I said, "I love it. Let's do it." So uh, we took the, the concept of the story and we took it over to our, our writing partner. Her name is Tammy Mickle. And uh, she was able to get us a script uh, based on Kendrick's story within 30 days. So she turned around, gave us a script, and then 30 days later we were filming this film. Uh, and we shot it in five days. As, as Darren will tell you, it was, it was pretty intense. So we had two separate units with three separate cameras running the entire time. Uh, you know, a, a, you know, a madhouse running back and forth, but we got everything that we did and we, uh, we turned it into something special. We wanted to, uh, we wanted to tell something very clean, very simple. And, and that really kind of showcased the, the talents that we had as filmmakers, uh, from a quality standpoint, from, uh, you know, a cinematography standpoint, from, you know, all the elements of it and just go out there and entertain people. Uh, so we put together everything that we did in that short period of time, uh, you know, during the pandemic and even also uh, there was a hurricane that hit us and uh, the power went out across the street from where we were filming, but not on our location. So uh, uh, we were blessed in that regard, but, uh, but we did an amazing job. Uh, the crew did and, and everyone, and uh, we're really, really proud of, of everything that we put together. But you know what I'll say, Mr. Scott, I'll call you Mr. Scott and then Kevin. Um, Although Kevin did mention that it, it was intense and we did shoot it in five days uh, during a pandemic, uh, I'll say that, you know, it never really felt that uh, I didn't I never really felt that much pressure doing this, you know, working with Kevin and, and Kendrick and Tammy and Ty and, and the crew, uh, they just allowed me to have a, a space to be able to be in character, be in the moment, be be present. You know, they never, I never really felt the pressure that was going on around everything while we were shooting. So yeah, it may have been intense for, you know, everybody, but I never really felt that, okay. you know? And and, 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 and that, that, that says a lot, working with these guys, you know, they, again, they allowed me to show up to work and, and, and be able to be, be present and, and allow me to be where I needed to be when I needed to be there. So, um, uh, again, I just want to give big props to them, man. You know, is they're amazing people to work with. Yo, that's Thank you. Kendrick, Kevin, how were you able then to create this environment? You know what I mean? Where the actors aren't stressed. You've got such a tight schedule. What were your kind of tricks to doing that? Were you, Come on the outside and then going but going off to a small room and shouting <laughs> into the void. <laughs> what, what was going on? More or less, right? Uh Kendrick, do you wanna you wanna take that? Um yeah, I'll say heavy planning. Heavy planning. We we knew the locations that we had, so we designed the story to fit those locations. So when it was time to shoot, we knew we could hit our marks and we could hit the time frame that we needed to capture what we needed to shoot from day to day. So it was a lot of planning in a short period of time. 
But again, we designed the story because I knew the locations so well. I was able to get the scene. I hammered it out to make it work. So having physically been in this location before, that helped tremendously with getting this thing shot. Right. Yeah, that was that was I think a big uh, a big part of it too is because uh, because Kendrick knew the locations, the script and the story was actually designed around that. So we kind of backed it in a little bit in terms of how we were going to structure it. So, uh, you know, instead of, Hey, we wrote the script and then we got to find locations to kind of fit that. We basically wrote everything around where we were at, you know, utilizing every single part that we could in, in on this one location that we had and, and making sure that we got the looks that we needed, that the story was there uh, because so much of it takes place uh, at one restaurant scene where we mm. have our protagonist and our antagonist sitting there, you know, this intense kind of standoff mo uh, moment that uh, we had to kind of structure everything around that. Like that was our key set uh, piece right there. And then everything else kind of uh, hung around that. But because we knew what we were doing going into it, it was a lot easier to kind of plan it out. So when we, uh, you know, got down to the actual scheduling, it was really, okay, everyone's there. Uh, you know, we're filming this, you know, all the interiors, and then we're, we're sending units that are breaking out to do the exterior shots with actors who aren't working at that same time, uh, you know, going out there and getting B-roll, getting our, you know, all the drone footage and everything like that, all done basically all at the same time. And, you know, Kendrick and I were you know, at times we were able to kind of come together and work together, but it was, it was kind of a divide and conquer type of thing where, you know, he was in one place, I was in the other. And, and uh, you know, I'm glad to hear that, uh, that Darren didn't see any of the, uh, the stress and anxiety, but uh, just like any, any film production, we, uh, you know, we had our fair share of stress and things that we had to put up with, but uh, you know, I guess, you know, being cool, calm and collected, we, uh, we inspired that confidence in him to let him do his job and, and get the performance out of him that we did. Because if we hadn't had that, then a lot of this would have fallen apart. So I'm very grateful to Darren and, and Josh and, uh, and David Garver and everyone else who, uh, who did such a great job in, in bringing this to life. Kevin, I, I seen the stress. I didn't feel it. <laughs> I seen it. It was a lot. And you know, and you know what, Mr. Scott, uh, being, being that, being that uh, we, did shoot it around the time we did. There was really no, I guess, no structure around how we're going to move in this new world of shooting and film. You know, I think all of this was kind of, Kevin mentioned we had an A team and a B team and three cameras, all while in the mix of facing something that, uh, you know, we've, we haven't had to face in, mm in life, let alone in the work environment, you know? So all of this to be able to move and navigate around and keep everybody safe, all of this was new, you know? And, and this was a challenge that, you know, uh, Kendrick and Kevin and, and, and everybody else had to face. And so again, that's why I, I just want to give these guys their props because there was no structure on how to do this, you know, while trying to keep everybody safe. Yeah. In fact, um, that was one of the big things is when we worked with SAG on doing this, a lot of these protocols were not in place. So we had to develop things with them on like, okay, well, what, what is good? You know, what kind of air filtration system do we need to have? So there was a lot of back and forth between us and SAG and, and to their credit, like their people, uh, you know, really, you know, were willing to work with us on it. I mean, we're a small production. So you know, we even had a, an article at Variety uh, that that mentioned us, and you know, we were interviewed on that. It was like us and 
Jurassic World and everything like that. Basically, a difference like how do you film during the pandemic, especially at that time when no one knew what was going on. Yeah. So yeah. you know, we had everyone tested, we had everyone masked up, we had all this stuff in place that everyone was going through back then, and there were so many unknowns. There was no, uh, you, know, you know, there was no, um, you know, shot for it, anything like that. Like uh, we just had to go out there and we had to do it, and that was part of the reasons why we shot it in five days is that uh, you know we there, to limit the exposure between yeah. people and uh you know we also had uh, you know a spot where like people had to come in order to come to set you had to have your uh you know your record that you came you know that you tested negative for it and uh, some of the people that we had that were supposed to show up didn't get their results back in time in which case uh you know if you look look close enough you'll see me and kendrick in the film because we had to fill in uh be some bodies in there but uh um you know you do what you got to do to to make the film and that's what we did <laughs> yes, or, or, or did you do that for an extra credit you know what i mean uh, <laughs> works both ways <laughs> yeah exactly like how did it because yeah. you know there are, <laughs> yeah <laughs> there are a few productions that went down you know during the pandemic right but being one of those early ones like how did it all feel right because the world is now locked down a lot of films got shut down so knowing that all right we can actually go out and do what we love to do right but then you've got this cloud hanging over it's like will it how will it go, right? You know, we, we've got to work out these protocols. We've got to, you know, will people be able to come on set? Like all of that. So what, yeah, what was the feeling like on that side of things? Well, there was a lot of uh, trepidation, I would say. You know, we had, we had to be very careful. We were very concerned about, you know, our cast in particular, because those are the ones that are going to be interacting with people without a mask and and, uh, you know, limiting the amount of people that we had on set. It was difficult, too, from a financial stake, because now everything costs more. Uh, it, you know, 15, 20% increase in your budget mm. due to COVID costs and everything, you know, down to like, uh, you know, catering, like everyone had their individual meal that was prepared and, and wrapped instead of kind of the big buffet style where people are going and getting their food. Like, they're just going out there and they're, and they're getting their stuff, they're going to their area. Uh, you know, your masks are on the entire time. It does change the dynamic of, of, you know, how you work and how you feel. And, you know, I'm sure from an acting standpoint, Derek talk about, you know, when, if there's something that kind of takes you out of that role, then I'm sure like it, it's kind of harder to get back in. So uh, just being under that and again, it being so new, it was tough. And then, uh, you know, from, you know, our investors and everything like that, there was a lot of unknown and, and there were some additional problems with that, but we were able to kind of get through it just because of the care and the effort that we put into it. And, uh, you know, it, I mean, filmmaking is tough enough as it is, but you throw mm -hmm. that extra layer or two or three onto it and it becomes uh, almost insurmountable. But, you know, we we're able to continue on, soldier on through the whole process, not only do, during filming, but also in the post-production process and, and, you know, finally put out a film that uh, we were proud of doing. And, and quite frankly, we, we would have been proud to do it even if it weren't doing uh, uh, or weren't during the uh, the pandemic. But, uh, you know, the fact that we were able to do it speaks volumes of everyone involved. Mm. Great. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, how was it for you, uh, Darren, under those situations? Like, did it 
you know, as Kevin said, did it change the way you were able to navigate the character? You know, having to go from like different scenes and then it's like, right, cut, put mask on Darren. You know what I mean? Like, did those things throw you? Like, how did you like keep the focus? Um, I wouldn't say they threw me. Uh, again, this is this is all new to it was all new to all of us. There were no precedents in, in, in how we were going to do this. Um, there was nothing that we could directly look to that people have done as far as to how we were going to navigate and move through this. But um, no, again, again, uh, they allowed me a space to be able to go into where I could be fully present, uh, fully aware of what's going on. Um, and, and again, sometimes as creatives, you, you just have to be able to roll with some of the punches. I don't care what set you're on, what production you're on. There's always going to be things to kind of, it's, it's not going to be a, a, a smooth straight shot. You're going to have your, your roadblocks or whatever you may have, but you just figure out how to get past those and, and, and or work around them, you know? And so, no, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't a major factor into me being able to live presently and, and live within the character. Um, you know, if you look around, even post uh, our production, that's what it is across the board, you know, through through everything. So, yeah, I, I just I, I, I thank these guys for, again, giving me a space to allow me to, to work and, and, and be fully present. Awesome. Um, Kendrick, one thing I'm wondering, right, because you mentioned that you knew the locations, right? So the when you were creating the story, you kind of used, like, these locations you had in mind to be able to craft what you were going to do. Now, in doing that, did you have to go to locations and say, hey, um, we're going to be making a film. Can we use this space for this for a period of time, but maybe not being a bit vague on the, like knowing when you're actually gonna be able to do the filming. Like, how, how was that? Uh, so it, it actually worked out really well for us. Uh, one of the main locations, uh, Terminus 330 here in Atlanta, as uh, an event facility that uh, my girlfriend works there and uh, she's a, an account manager there and so i've been in i i kind of had an in through her um and the fact that we were in the pandemic atlanta was locked down pretty hard so no one was doing anything so these spaces were basically just sitting there vacant at the time so we were we were able to have conversations and say hey we want to shoot this film, you know, we want to be in there a couple of days and it just kind of worked out perfectly for us. And I want to answer to what you were asking earlier, the feeling for me personally, you know, we had all picked up a, in the house, so it felt kind of good to be making a movie <laughs> out of the mm. house a little bit, even yeah. though it was a new environment mm. and, and new uh, parameters, but it just felt great to be with the team and creating art. Uh, we had a solid production team, solid first AD. He was big and on time and making sure that everyone was safe. So it was just, you know, despite everything and wearing a mask and we would go outside and, you know, take masks, it just felt great to be on a movie set again and to be working in 
and creating art with your friends uh, that you care about. So. Yeah, no, I, I can definitely imagine. Like, did you have, once you finished all of this or even during, did you have other productions reach out and be like, look, we're looking to do something. Like, can you give us, like, you know what I mean, your roadmap to getting your movie done? Did you consult with other people, kind of? And Darren, did you, like, you <laughs> speak to other actors on, like, how you were able to kind of navigate this from your point of view? Uh, as far as other actors reaching out, uh... absolutely. I, I, I had a few. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Ken. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, Darren. Uh, to answer your question, uh, as far as other actors reaching out, uh, yeah, they were they were actually really my friends and, and buddies or whatnot. They were actually really impressed that we were actually able to do that. And the again, not you know specifically during the pandemic, but shooting this in the time frame that we've done it in with all the parameters going around, they were uh, they were highly impressed, those that I've talked to, and they still are. You know, I've got those questions since the release, of course, you know, how we shot it, when we shot it, where we shot it, and just explaining everything to them and, and letting them know the the, the some of the challenges that we uh, faced and the parameters that we had, they were, they were definitely uh, impressed. Yeah, I can imagine they were. You know, it's def definitely a a big feat. You know, when you talk to you know different like you know creatives about like the the whole process of TV and film and all of that kind of thing, it's just I think five days <laughs> might might be the the least amount of time I've heard someone be able to do something in. So that's like, yeah. yo, <laughs> yeah. that's really impressive. Yes, 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 for sure, for sure. And, and you know, these guys, these guys, they, they made it happen. They're, they're amazing at, at what they do as, as creators, as professionals. Um, I can't thank them enough for the, for the opportunity, you know? Mm. Now, was uh, it like, because you've done like, a, you know, between the three of you, you've done like TV, you've done movies, you've done music videos, like, were you able to draw on that experience for the whole five day shoot? Like, is there other, you know, other endeavors that you've done where it's been such a tight frame? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, so I've done a lot of particularly music videos and there was one that I did, um, uh, actually a big band from the UK uh, uh, called Above and Beyond. And oh, yeah. uh, so uh, I, I shot, a music video uh, for them, uh, one of several I did for them, but one it was shooting in LA and in London at the same time. So I had to plan out both uh, of them. So I had a remote uh, person there in London while I was shooting in LA. And between when one stopped and then the other one started in LA and, and in London, I had about an hour to sleep. So I did that for, for about three, four days while we shot through everything. But uh, again, this is one of those experiences where like, hey, I've, I've done it, but I'm never going to do it again type of thing. Same thing with this one. Uh, I'm never going to do this, uh, you know, five days thing again. But, you know, pulling on a lot of that stuff, I, it really comes down to the planning of it and the execution. Because, uh, I mean, your, your film is made in the pre-production. 
uh, when you're on set, at least from, you know, from my job is I'm just putting out fires, making sure that, you know, when something goes wrong, cause it's not an, if it's a when, when something goes wrong that I've prepared enough, uh, that, you know, we can be nimble enough to handle it. And, you know, working with someone like Kendrick, uh, where he's, you know, he's been my producing partner and, and partner for, you know, better part of a decade here. Like, you know, we're able to kind of talk to each other in a very shorthand way that, so he's anticipating what I'm doing and I'm anticipating what he's doing. And had we not had that kind of relationship going into it, I don't think we would have been able to do it. But mm. again, it's, it's through years of doing this and building it up and, and saying, okay, yeah, these are the things that, that work. These are the things that we need to look out for. And, uh, you know, I guess, like Darren said, he, he may have seen the stress, but didn't feel it. So that's good because we try to make sure that everyone uh, uh, is in their lane and that none of what we go through as producers bleeds over to anything else. So uh, we want everyone to be as creative as they possibly can be and, and, and give them, give us the best that they can. Yeah. That, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Like, um, with you know working together in the past and all of that kind of thing so what like what do you think the strengths of your collaborations are you know what keeps you coming back to you know working together i say we're both uh, we're both uh, insane enough to keep doing this <laughs> over and over again but uh uh, you know, one, one of the things that, uh, and I'll let Kendrick speak to this on his side, but uh, uh, one of the things that, you know, we kind of bounce each other. We're both very creative, but we both, you know, fulfill kind of a, a specific part of it. Uh, Ken is very technical, especially when it comes to camera and, and lenses and helping getting that look and feel. Uh, I'm, you know, very logistical and, and uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I do a lot of the paperwork and a lot of the, the, the filing and making sure everything gets together. But between us, we're both again, very creative that uh, we want to put the story first on everything. So we work really, really well together uh, in making sure that it gets done because it's, it's so hard to do, uh, you know, even for one person, it's, it's almost impossible to do it. So we, we work with each other very, very well. That's definitely a, um, that definitely must be a plus having that, you know what I mean? That's all good. Like, um, with, you know, this time frame and everything like that, did you kind of storyboard? Did you have um, kind of things for the actors to be, to kind of like go, this is how your character will be like? He's similar to, say, Luther. He's similar to Alex Cross. Or were there kind of reference points like that that you utilized? Or, you know, music to kind of give people like... Yeah, th this song kind of encompasses what we're trying to go for in this scene, or like, what what kind of tools did you did you have to help you get through all of this? Well, one of the conversations that I had with uh, Darren, I actually didn't give him a lot. Uh, I know he and the director Jason Wynn had several conversations. But I think when Darren saw it, he saw it for what it was, he just kind of automatically kind of fell into what that character was. Um, I had worked with Darren previously on another movie and uh, one of those films where we shot 33 locations in nine days. So that kind of prepared me for this one. And uh, I knew 
he was the kind of actor that would sink his teeth into it, you know, know the character, know the part, do his job, and would allow us to be able to move quick. But I didn't have a lot of conversation with you about this character, did I, Darren? No, no, not at all. I mean, like you, you, you brought up Jason, Jason, uh, when the director, we had a a, a few uh, FaceTime calls or meetings and calls or whatever, just to kind of discuss the character a little bit. I know one of the show crosses, uh, Speed, I think that was one of the show crosses you had mentioned. So I just I just sucked my te- or sucked my teeth mm-hmm. in it. Kind of dived into some of the uh, to some of those action films just to just to kind of get a <clears throat> a grasp of what it was that uh, we were, were were trying to accomplish here. And um, like Kendrick said, we had worked together in the past before, and um, having that experience, I, I tell him all the time. That was actually that project that he's uh, talking about was actually my first project where I was the lead, and I had learned so much working with. Uh, Kendrick and 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 uh, learning what it was to 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 lead a film, learning what it meant to lead a film, where I needed to be as far as character wise through each beat of of the script, uh, it, it just helped out a lot. So using those past um, experiences definitely uh, definitely helped me out with this with this piece here. That's cool. And Darren, how did you like build that chemistry with the other actors? Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, um, you know, as I said, look, it's, it's a, you know, a very small team, right? So you, you're working a lot with Brooke, you know what I mean? You've got your, um, your partner, David, like how, how were you able to kind of, you know what I mean? Create that dynamic with them, especially. So me and Brooke, we uh, we actually worked together before on the same project that uh, that Kendrick is is mentioning. So we already had that chemistry. Um, as far as everybody else, you know, it's really it's really just getting to know them, talk with them a bit, um, seeing where they are with their character, how they see their character, uh, knowing exactly where we are in the script, knowing what we need from one another, and just kind of building the chemistry like that. You know, um, we didn't put we didn't, again, the fact that, you know, this, this time around when we shot this, it was so, it was so different in terms of being able to be around people. I, you know, we'd have to have our mask on and then, you know, when we cut, we still have to maintain social distancing. So it was a bit different in, mm-hmm. in terms of, of the nuances to how we, we would normally prepare and normally hang around and shoot and get to know one another. But again, with any production, with anything that you do, you're going to have roadblocks. You just got to kind of figure out a way to work around all of that. And, um, you know, just just having the amount of time that I had with uh, each and everybody else on the cast and just kind of getting to know them a bit and knowing where they were in terms of where they care, where their character were, um, it definitely was beneficial and definitely uh, it definitely helped out a lot. For sure. Okay. And did you kind of look at, you know, for your character, Jason, did you look at um, other, like, you know, detective stories and, and think, oh, I feel he might be a bit like 
that guy or oh i liked how that guy does things maybe i'll incorporate some of that into this person um i i did in terms of of referencing some of the show crosses that uh we had mentioned but i also wanted to put my own spin on it my own uh my own self my own being uh into the character as well um you, you know as far as other detectives and things like that, we have those, which is great, you know, but I wanted Riff to be something that was a bit different and could stand alone and make Riff what it what it was and what it is, you know. Um, so in terms of kind of looking at, at other things as far as detectives and characters go uh, pertaining to my character, I didn't do too much. I wanted I knew kind of how I wanted, what realm and what lane I wanted to stay in uh, regarding that, but it, I, I wanted to, t to make it an original, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it, that's where I was with it. Okay, okay. And one thing that, you know, often comes up, you know, when, um, when I'm talking to people about, you know, the whole production side of things, right? There's, um, doing like several shots right you you do several shots you know what I mean maybe to get the lines down or change some things and things like that now with your short schedule right I, I, I'm imagining it was very you had to be so precise with everything so were you able to kind of shoot things several times or was it like pretty much one take and do it. So there was like practice and, you know, honing the thing before you, you know, took that shot. No, uh, as mentioned before, we shot, we shot with uh, a few different teams and three cameras. So we had all coverage. If, if I were to flub a line or uh, my other co-star Josh or anybody else were to flub a line, we would, you know, run it back, take it back and then go from there. Um, again, they, they allowed us to, to have, uh, a space where we could we could be fully present and fully in it. If there was anything that we needed to go back on, we we definitely went back and um, cleaned anything up for sure. It wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't a, a one take situation at all. Mm. Yeah, that was one of the major benefits of of doing uh, shooting it the way that we did is that uh, it allowed us to do more takes instead of having to do more setups. If that makes sense, so. We didn't have to, you know, shoot one take and then and then stop and then set up for like the, you know, the over the shoulder or anything like that. They could just keep going. So we we gave them enough uh, leeway in their dialogue where we weren't so strict. We we're saying like, hey, stick to the script or anything. You know, we we gave them a little bit of of leeway on it. And even during it, you know, Ken and I would both say, hey, maybe maybe say it this way or something like that, in order to get kind of what we want out of it. So we. We wanted to give them enough room uh, to make the character their own. Uh, that's why we didn't really come down too heavy with like, hey, this is who you are. Like we, you know, especially Ken knowing Darren and knowing Brooke, uh, you know, we brought them on because we trusted them. And this is the first time that I had met Darren, but Ken had spoke very highly of him. And, and so I agreed with it. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Uh, so we brought him on and just allowed him to, uh, to just play in that playground, bring his character to the forefront and really make it, uh, you know, who he did make it. Uh, so 
we allowed him to kind of work in that. But, you know, that being said, we couldn't stay uh, <laughs> on the same scene for, for so long. But, uh, you know, to their credit, both Darren and Josh worked really, really well together. They were able to feed off each other. And, and the scenes, by and large, were really easy to go through. I don't I can't really remember any scene where can maybe you can jump in if you disagree but I can't remember a scene where I'm like man we're just not getting this one like it's not working I mean really we were able to get it in you know maybe four or five takes and then moving on to the next one which helped immensely just because of their talent level and mm -hmm. and, uh, and and just their their comfort level with each other too you know uh, Darren and Brooke having worked together already had that chemistry uh, Darren and Josh just immediately clicked and David, uh, uh, David Garver, he brought a lot to the table too because he was that, he was that great, uh, you know, almost kind of a comic relief type of, you know, your your buddy. So like, uh, uh, you know, when you're you're really able to kind of, I guess, empathize with each one of these characters, and and uh, you know, even Lisa when she came in, she was there for the shortest amount of time, and when she came in, she just fit in naturally. So it was, I guess, the perfect storm that we could hope for like all these actors you know brought their ability to the table and they all did a really really good job and and uh i mean we we couldn't have asked for anything more from them they were great yeah i mean just to piggyback on what you were saying a little bit kevin um as far as as uh, us the, the the actors go you know I, I try to always pride myself anytime i'm hired to do any job to show up and do my job, you know, and, and knowing the lines, knowing where I am in the script, all of that pertains to me being able to do my job, do my job efficiently so that we're not holding anybody else in any other department up. Um, and, you know, the cast that these, these guys uh, casted and put together, everybody showed up. And, and just the constraints, again, I, I know I keep bringing this up, five days with you know on top of what's going on within the five days showing up and doing your job as the actor is what's required you know um and so again they allowed us uh, a space to be able to do that and, and you know anytime you're you're doing a production sometimes the last people hired on that production are the actors you know they've done everything from pre all the way up and, and, and until the day we shoot we're the last ones to come on. So come in, come in, in strong and, and knowing what we're here for while we're here and being able to deliver uh, is, 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 you know, just a part of the job. So, yeah. In fact, I'll, I'll give you a little funny story about that, you know, being the last ones hired. So we, we had picked Darren and we really, really liked him. And we had uh, another actor in place for uh, Nikolai, our, our antagonist. And it was what, Ken, a couple days before we were set to film, we got a call from the manager of the other actor that said, yeah, uh, was, he can't make it. It was the Wednesday. It was a Wednesday and we were filming on Monday. So uh, we had to scramble real quick to find someone else. And, and you know, we had uh, got some, uh, you know, some, some self tapes and stuff like that. One of them was from Josh. And, and so, uh, you know, Josh did his best on it. We really, we really liked, uh, uh, his audition and then so we said okay you got the part and he was like oh great thanks and then he shows up and he has no idea that he was like the main bad guy he just thought it was just one little part we're like no bro you got everything so so uh, yeah well, he, I, didn't, he I, didn't even know it <laughs> that's that's, uh, that's crazy okay <laughs> oh man well for that for that to have have been what's going on i couldn't tell i'll tell you that 
it, it really does sound like just everything happened on this friggin' <laughs> on this production. It did. Like I said, it's not it's not uh, if but when, right? So like these things it happen, did. and and uh, you know we fought for everyone that we had on on the project. Uh, you know, uh, you know, Darren was a big part of it. You know, we relied heavily on him and his ability. Uh, and we fought for him to be on it and he did an outstanding job and everyone else did a great job. You know, the director, Jason, he was great to work with on production. You know, he, uh, he, he, he really responded to what, you know, Ken and I wanted and, and he helped deliver on, a, on our vision. And, and uh, you know, the editor in particular, his name is Walker, did an amazing job, amazing job. I was just talking with him today and, and, you know, thanking him for, uh, for his work because he, it's tough to tell a story where, um, you know, a lot of it is just two people at a table, right? But, uh, you know, from the camera movements and from the editing standpoint, it really helped uh, create that, you know, that suspense and that drive uh, uh, on everything that had happened. And, you know, just, you know, a big thank you to, to all of them to help make it uh, what it was. We're, like I said, we're very proud of what, uh, what it did. And, and uh, we think the intended effect that we wanted to have, we think is what, what it did is kind of uh, to show people that, hey, this is what can be done, uh, especially during the circumstances and, and, you know, for the budget, for the resources that we had. Uh, and this is where we want to go. So it, it was a, a project that uh, we worked on and we took to our distributor, uh, Buffalo 8, and uh, they're, they're fantastic too. Uh, Matt Helderman, uh, Nick Justice, uh, Al said they've all been fantastic, uh, you know, to work with and they really helped you know, get this to a worldwide, worldwide release. So uh, we're very appreciative of them and the work that they've done. And we're really excited about, uh, you know, the next one. Uh-huh. Cool. No, that's great. Like, <laughs> I mean, with, with us, you know, so many situations we go through in life, right? There, there's all this adversity, but I feel if you can take things from those situations it's all good, you know what I mean? And doing this production, the way you were able to do it, like, how much more do you think you kind of grew as creatives? You know what I mean? Because it's just like, I'm sure after all the things you've worked on, you know what I mean? You've evolved and grown. But with this kind of crazy, you know what I mean, one, like, how do you think you kind of came out the other side? Like what new tools, strengths and kind of thing do you think you've all acquired, would you say? That's a great question. So I, I would say number one is the way that we approach filmmaking. Uh, you know, yes, I'm not going to do a film in five days again. I'm not going to do that. But the things that we learned by doing that, you know, the intense preparation, uh, the way that we schedule it, the way that we use cameras, the way that we, uh, you know, put everything together. Uh, absolutely, I would do that again. So it was all kind of part of what we'd done before. I guess it's probably closer to uh, you know TV in the way that you know series are, are filmed. Um, you know, from a time crunch standpoint. Uh, but we we put all that together and without sacrificing the quality. Um, you know, we we used every minute of footage that we got uh, to get where we were. And you know, had we had more time, we would have had you know more footage and more runtime, but you know, nothing is ever perfect. Right. Like, uh, you know, I, I would have loved to do a lot more. We had a lot more planned, but under the circumstances, 
it is what it is. So uh, I think, and that goes with any other project. I think, uh, you know, as the saying goes, uh, no art is ever finished. It's only abandoned. So like at some point you got to get up to the table and say, okay, like no more fiddling with this. Like, where are we? So, you know, looking at this, I remember talking to Ken going into it saying like, look, if we can just get 80% of what I want, I'm going to be happy with it. And I think we pretty much got, uh, you know, as close to that number as we possibly could. And, and uh, we ultimately were very happy with the product, but uh, mm-hmm. you, know, you can never have enough time and never have enough money, but I, that's not the goal of it. it. You know, how, how good can you do with what you've got? And we, we stretched every single dollar. We stretched every single minute in order to get what we did. So building off of what we did there, I think going on to the next one, next film that we do, we're going to essentially double and triple down on those efforts that we put into it and just do more of it. I don't think there's ever going to be a time where, you know, Ken and, Ken and I are going to kind of sit back and relax and rest on our laurels. Like, you know, this has a, been a passion of ours for as long as I can remember knowing Ken and as long as I, as I've gone into it, uh, uh, so it's something that's kind of ingrained to us in, in putting that out there and making sure that uh, we do a good dro- a job, that we treat people well, and and that you know ultimately it's some a product that we can be proud of at the end. But uh, you know I can hold up to my you know t- you know I've got kids so I can say hey you know this is what your father did and and that they can be proud of me and and some sort of something that's a, a legacy for myself. Nice, nice. How about um, you, Kendrick? Like, w- yeah, what would you think? Um, how did you feel at the end? Like, what did you think you kind of gained from this whole kind of process? Well, a two week, my first project. So I, it, it, it creatively and see, I could tell the story from beginning to end. And then, you know, working with, with Tammy and she was able to really fill in those gaps. And so now we have an even a tighter bond uh, from a, a creating and writing standpoint. So now that we've been writing uh, uh, the sequel to this movie, uh, it's been a lot easier. Uh, that was something that I didn't really know that I could do. Uh, so with this, the necessity was, you know, this came out of that. So for one of the bigger things, um, you know, of course, working with Kevin, you know, he and I go back so far, something where we really got to speak it on this. And I'm happy. he's my producing partner and happy with what we were able to, to build out of that, but definitely learned a lot. Definitely will be using multiple cameras uh, from now on. So uh, definitely I it that that was something that we went through. Don't have went through. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Darren, before I get to you, I, uh, just to follow up, uh, Kendrick, <laughs> what, you, being your first writing gig, right, what was the thing that was like, I can write? Right. What was the thing that was, was there something like during your time making like all these other shows and shorts and stuff that you were like, I think I've got stories in me, man. I, I feel I can write something. I, I, I think I want to stretch those chops. What like what was the thing that told you that this was inside? Uh, 
You know, it's funny. I had gotten away in, you know, grade school and in high school and, you know, even in college, my my, my uh, English professors would say, but I never really thought anything of it for real. So flash forward and we're in this situation where we need to shoot something and shoot something in a hurry. Just a necessity of needing to do something that we need to create and it just kind of came out. So, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm glad that this happened the way that it did. Um, and, you know, it's, it's exciting to know that now we can do this. We have been depending on, you know, other, other people of circumstances for so long that it was nice for us to be in the driver's seat for a change. Uh, and we had total control over this. So that was something that I'm, I'm glad that came out of this. Oh man, that's great. Yeah, that's really great, man. Um, and Darren, so yeah, after all of this, like what how do you think it's changed you? Like this whole process, like you know, well, what you've kind of gained as an actor. Well, I know I now know uh I could shoot a movie in five days. <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least, you know. <laughs> No, man. Uh, again, again, I'll say this again. There, there was really, man, there was no precedent into how we were, we came into it and how we were going to do it. There was no, no structure to it. Uh, you know, again, with anything in life, it's just being able to, to roll with the punches, uh, facing or overcoming any challenges or any roadblocks uh, that you're going through, being able to adjust and being able to adjust on the move. Um, this this opportunity was a great opportunity in, in terms of uh, showing up up to work, uh, knowing you know where I am in each uh, beat, each each scene, and um, each day uh, within the script uh, and uh, within the character. Um, and, and so it was, again, it was a, it was a very fun opportunity. And uh, something that I, I definitely thoroughly enjoy. That's great, right? Uh, like, at what point, Darren, did you um, did you know that this was uh, a, a, a potential franchise for you? You know what I mean? Uh, honestly, <laughs> honestly, when uh, when I was first brought onto the project and and and, and discussing with. Uh, Tammy, the writer, uh, Kendrick and Kevin, what uh, their plans were for it and, and kind of what they seen, what their vision was for this project, for this project. Um, just knowing, especially in speaking with Kendrick, just knowing the type of content and material that he, he likes and that he's interested in. Um, things that, you know, during our conversations, when we were, we're talking on the phone about whatever we're talking about, uh, just, kind of getting into his mind and, and knowing kind of a little bit about his background in terms of what he, what he likes to create and shoot and what things interest him, you know, um, and just listening to, to, to everybody speak about this project and, and, and kind of what they, what their vision was for it. I kind of knew uh, at the very beginning, kind of what we, what we were kind of getting into and what we were in for. Um, again, I know Kendrick is no secret now. Uh, I was I wasn't gonna say anything, but he they do have a sequel that they're writing and, and, and that they uh, they have 
plans to shoot as well. But uh, yeah, man, it, it's 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 definitely definitely in the beginning stages as we were in some of the pre discussions about the project for sure, for sure. Nice, nice. Yeah, I. That was one of the one thing that I've definitely wanted to ask you before uh, you know all was said and done, because the you know it's the way you decided to end this film. Right, because there's questions. There's questions, and so I was like, "How are they gonna? Are they gonna continue? Will we get another film? Will we get a TV series? Will they do books, comics? Like, what's gonna happen? Because I, I need to know. I need to know where Jason goes from here. Hey, that's, you know that's, up the, that's up to the bosses you got on here. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm happy to be along in any capacity. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so what was the... I'm, um, I'm open to it all. Okay, okay. Because, yeah, it just feels like there is so much fertile soil here for you to, uh, you know what I mean, develop, right? Yeah. Like, what was the kind of... Was there a thought of maybe, you know, taking the next chapter into a different medium, or was it always going to be a film? Well, we had looked at uh, at that, you know, either from a, a film standpoint or TV series standpoint. We we didn't want to end it so much, uh, you know, like where it didn't feel like a complete story. We want to make sure that this film was a complete story from beginning to end, and people didn't feel uh, cheated in any regard. But also, we left it open enough to to where you're like, okay, I want to see what happens next. So in, in shooting it, we're like, okay, I could see this go either you know, from a serious standpoint, because like you said, there's a lot of meat on that bone left, right? There's a lot yeah. that we can, we can, uh, you know, develop or from a, another future standpoint and doing either one of those. Um, so we're kind of currently developing both ideas in working with our distributor and, and other platforms and kind of, you know, bringing that to the forefront. So like I, like I mentioned before, the intended, outcome for this uh, we feel like that's landed and uh you know we've been able to prove ourselves uh with this much so uh you know we're gonna do that much more with that much so um that's all within the realm of possibilities and we'd love to kind of uh, uh share that as soon as we have some some things to announce nice nice and and in a follow-up is is jason maybe gonna listen to people a bit more because I kind of feel there's a few situations, you know what I mean? Especially when your buddy's trying to draw, give you some big news and you're just like, yeah, anyway, so I'm doing this. And it was just like, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, hey, listen, man. Uh, as much as I would like to, to, to give you an answer, it remains to be seen. You know, it remains to be seen. It remains to be seen. I'll, I'll leave that in, in, the, uh, in, in the penmanship of uh, Mr. Or uh, Mr. Kendrick and, and Mrs. Tammy, you know. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely, um, yeah, looking forward to seeing where this story goes, you know. But you, you mentioned that, you know, I mean, now with this, like, you know, essentially, kind of this proof of concept, right? That you're, you're telling this first chapter of this story that, yeah, you, you're, you know, you'll look to go more in the next one but 
having such a short period of time to film and this film being just slightly over an hour, right? It's like, what was that like in storytelling? Because, you know, being so concise with what you were doing, like there's no, there's no fat on the bone here. It's like the action is like boom, boom, boom. Like the story just flows. So what, you know, working in that kind of constraint, how was that as storytellers? Well, I would definitely say that Tammy, our writer, was a big part of making sure that was the case. Uh, she's a big fan of the eight sequences of storytelling, and she wanted to make sure that we incorporated that throughout the entire film. She writes lean, uh, so not a lot of fluff. She wants to get to the story, and because, again, the story are under time constraint, so there's a lot of time to mm. go anywhere else. Uh, and that was kind of the, the, the great thing about this particular world uh, that's been created. Uh, and so that she was very instrumental in making sure that we stayed on course uh, while telling this story and not try to stay in place too long where things start to fall a little flat. So definitely I have to give Tammy kudos there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, cool, cool. So, um, yeah, is there a thought of time for the next one? Or is it kind of just where the story goes? You know what I mean? Like, you, you're not going to try and force it into, you know, a particular shape, as it were. It's just like, yo, if the story says 90 minutes, you go 90. If it says, like, 80, you go 80. Like, is it going to be something like that? Well, the second one, the world is quite a bit bigger. And uh, without giving away too much, I will say this film will be longer. Uh, we've introduced more characters uh, that are a part of this story and this world. Uh, the only thing that I will tell you is this movie takes place three years later. That's all I'll say. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. very key. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> like when, hey, when when you can yeah. talk about the next one, I hope you will come by and we can have another conversation. I'd love to. Yes, for sure, for sure. Awesome, Absolutely. Awesome. And um, one one quick thing, I just wanted to ask, right? Because I I have been seeing it a lot. You know, with people talking about you know movies and releases and whether like you know the cinema is dead and streaming be killing everything and like as creatives how do you feel about the shape of you know the medium right like putting out these stories like how do you feel about it i think there's always going to be a need for storytelling and especially like gathering you know together in a theater i think uh you know, right now we're kind of suffering from a lack of content in the theaters. Uh, I think when that comes back, we're going to see people go back to the theaters. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, given enough time, it will come back. I think people just, they, they need that break. They need that diversion from reality and, and uh, they need to be entertained. And that's what we, you know, have aimed to do is, 
just to, to entertain people and to just uh, you know help them forget about about life for a little bit and just just have fun. So uh, I, I think it's I think it's going to come back. I don't think it's going anywhere. Yeah, when it when it when it pertains to uh, like you mentioned uh, streaming and and now there's just so many different platforms for for content to live and exist. I, I think that's. That's also a good thing in terms of all of us being creators. It's it's more opportunities, more work, uh, more more time to be able to to tell your stories or to get your stories across. Um, and so, from that standpoint, I think it's uh, I think I think we're in a <clears throat> a good space uh, right now uh, in terms of, of of content and and all the prevalent of platforms that uh, can be dispersed to. So. Cool. Awesome. Um, all right. Before I let you gentlemen go, like Darren, while you've got Kendrick and Kevin here, like you can you can basically say where you want Jason to go, right? Say like, <laughs> you, you might want to go. You might want to take him international. Like shoot your shot, Jay. <laughs> do do that now. <laughs> Listen, you know, you know, we've we've had some discussions. We've had some discussions for sure. Um. You know, you know. I, I'll just say this again to Mr. Uh, Mr. Kendrick, Kevin, uh, Tammy, Ty, um, uh, Heidi, to everybody, everybody involved in this project and bringing me on. I'm just truly grateful uh, for for the opportunity, uh, for them believing in me, um, and, and fighting for me with this project. You know. Uh, you know, it's just just an honor, and I, and I can say uh, for sure firsthand that this was my absolute favorite project uh, and, and thing that I've done thus far in my career. And um, you know, anything that that uh, Kendrick and Kevin want to bring me off on for, have me a part of, I, I'd just be so grateful for the opportunity. Um, and and yeah, you know, I, I just can't thank those guys and those ladies enough uh, for for just allowing me to to be a part of this project you know so but we we've we've definitely have some discussions about uh about uh the sequel so you, you guys will be in store for a nice uh a nice unexpected and exciting treat with that for sure 100 percent awesome awesome and um yeah if um mr Coles needs an English partner today. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, yeah. I'll pack the PG tips. I'll get on that plane. Trust me. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yes, sir. Well, gentlemen, it has, it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. I, I really appreciate it. I really enjoyed this world and to see just what was going to go down. Like, ah, I was on the edge of my seat. So, yeah, thank you. And um, let all the people know where they can find you so they can, you know, follow what you're doing and uh, obviously go check out Rift. So, um, yeah, Kevin, let's start with you. Well, thank you, Kevin. Uh, yeah, you can find us uh, on Instagram and Facebook, uh, you know, Rift Movie 2022. Uh, of course, you can find us also uh, to view on Amazon uh, UK uh, for those in the States. Uh, you're on Amazon and Vudu and Apple TV 
and uh, we'll be releasing to Showtime next year. Uh, and so, you know, you can find me at, at Kevin G. Lee pretty much everywhere. Uh, and so thank you so much. I really appreciate the time. Awesome. Yes. Thank you. thank you so much for having us. Uh, again, what Kevin said, Riff Movie 2022 on all platforms. Uh, me, spe me specifically, Darren Sorrell on all platforms. And um, thank you again for the time and opportunity uh, to chat with you. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, no worries, man. And how about you, Kendrick? Where can people find you? Absolutely. You can find me on Instagram at KendrickFox underscore one um, on, on that and Facebook as well. And again, you know, check out Rift on Instagram as well at Rift Movie 2022. All platforms, like I mentioned, we are as LTV, Voodoo, uh, Comcast Cable, Cox Cable Spectrum. So, absolutely. This has been a thanks for having us. Hey, no worries at all. People, all the links will be um, on the website. So go, definitely go follow all of these cats because, yeah, you, you proof is in the pudding, man. Go, like, once you watch Rift, you will definitely want to know what they're going to be doing next. So, yeah, definitely go and do that. Gentlemen, as I said, it has been an absolute pleasure. AJ always hooks me up with really great people to conversate with and she's done it yet again so thank you aj um yeah i'm i'm looking forward to the next one well i'm looking forward to whatever the hell you do next so um yeah <laughs> just keep me posted and keep that content coming guys all right thank you thank you thank you so all right much. enjoy the rest of your day okay ready you too thank all you. right Great. <laughs> Yes, people. So there you go. Right. Really interesting. Such um, yeah, it's always interesting when you have three people, right? You're trying to balance things out. But yeah, it was it was a great conversation, right? So definitely go check out the film, go follow those cats, and um, yeah, because you know what I mean? they dropped some little knowledge about what's coming next. So yeah, definitely gonna be worthwhile. But, people, we're the end of part two. But remember, got two more parts, a three and a four. All right? So, um, yeah, see you in part three. All right? <laughs>